Welcome to Autoimmune Revolution Radio. I'm your host, Justin Janoska, clinician and founder of the Autoimmune Revolution. After watching my mom suffer with autoimmune disease, I have made it my mission and purpose to help people like you. Unlock the door to better results, regain control of your body, and feel like yourself again. I want you to become an autoimmune alchemist and get your life back. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune in. May you be filled today with joy, abundance, and loving kindness. Peace and love. May we all bring healing into the world for the highest good, whatever that may be. Just a simple message I wanted to start off today's podcast with. As I wrote that this morning on my Instagram story, not much more to that, I would say, but wanted to share that with you. And I hope that we all, including myself, can live this life and set an intention to do just that. Okay, we have a lot of gifts that we can bring to others and healing can look like many things. So I wanted to get into a different topic today, shifting gears and talk about the financial burden and challenges with disease, not just autoimmune disease or PCOS rather, but all illnesses. I say PCOS and autoimmune disease because that's what I specialize in, what we do at the autoimmune revolution. However, truth be told, what I'm saying here really does apply to anyone else who's really struggling because if we're talking about chronic disease and illnesses that are derived from lifestyle issues, this is going to be an important topic. And I decided to do this because money has always been a challenge for a lot of people. And I've had many, many hundreds of conversations at this point over the years where it's always come up. Not always, I should say. It's been brought up many times. And people have a hard time trying to make things work, whether it's my program or even just uh, sharing their experience with former practitioners and programs and how much money they spent overall in general. I mean, it's an, a ginormous amount of money that some people have spent. I had a client who spent over $100,000 over her lifetime trying to figure out how to resolve her autoimmune disease. And I'm sure you can relate to that somehow. And I'm sure many people have spent that much and even more. So this is a, it's a big issue because I tell people now that if you want to get better, you can't rely on insurance anymore. Now, that doesn't mean you shouldn't use insurance. And obviously, insurance is very valuable and helpful to cover the expenses of some things like medications. However, given the politics and just the way it's set up for healthcare, it is not really feasible to achieve the results you want and get the outcomes you want following the traditional medical model because you're only getting certain supplies. It's kind of like if you were to, this is a weird analogy, but again, if you were to build a, a furniture, a piece of furniture, like a table or something from Ikea, you have some screws, you have the wood, but you're missing like the hammer and you're missing the uh, screwdriver 
and maybe even the instruction manual. And so you're getting some of the things you need from insurance and the medical system through doctors that are going to help your cause, but it's not enough, which is why this table never gets assembled, aka why your disease never gets fully resolved and you don't feel much better. So some people really are adamant about figuring this out through insurance and don't want to spend anything or pay out of pocket, but yet they're still on this train for 10, 15, 20 plus years. And I just go, look, I hear you, but this is a different, this is the way America is set up. And this is a sick care model. So they, the medical system and, and insurance is really designed to cover these basic things for us that we might need, but you can't stop there. Okay, hopefully that will change in the future. I have a whole course. I'm ha- I have so many uh, courses in school right now around the healthcare system, and I have more to come. It's very complicated, actually. Um, I it's actually quite ridiculous how how intricate and complex it is. But the point being that insurance can only get you so far, and if you get tethered to it, thinking that it's going to save you, and you don't want to spend money outside of that isn't covered by insurance you're going to have a hard time probably getting results because the truth be told, a lot of people in functional medicine in alternative medicine don't work with insurance companies. It's just not, it doesn't fit. And insurance won't work with a lot of uh, practitioners and doctors who are doing things that are outside the conventional norms. People ask me a lot, do I take insurance? I'm like, no. And what I do is different. It's not, um, I know that some naturopaths might be able to take insurance depending on how they are set up. But for me, I don't because it's not even really doable. It's not that easy to do that. Um, the coverage is, you know, they wouldn't, they wouldn't cover like half the stuff I even want to do. Right. It's just put it this way. So in class this week, we've been looking at DBT dialectical behavioral therapy and, in specifically how that applies to mental illnesses like borderline personality disorder. Okay. So one thing that I've learned is that insurance companies don't even want you to use a BPD diagnosis. Um, They want to see a diagnosis of bipolar or depression or something else. It's just one of these things for whatever reason that they don't like it when someone's diagnosed with that label of BPD. Things may have, things may have changed, but it's been a big challenge. So if they're not getting coverage for that to treat it, then that person is kind of screwed. So the thing with this that's really kind of irritating and unfortunate is that the diagnoses doctors make is more based on it on if insurance is going to reimburse them, reimburse the patient compared to what people are, are actually suffering from. So if someone has BPD, they're not, may, they may not get that label just because they're not going to get coverage for it. So it's better off, they're better off giving them something else so that they get coverage. It's kind of ridiculous, right? So there are ethical dilemmas that can be created when a diagnosis is done for insurance purposes, which often involves arbitrarily assigning a patient to a diagnostic classification. Anyway, so I'm just giving you some idea of the issues around this and the shortcomings of 
labeling, diagnoses, and insurance. Now, there are many other examples like medications and how even some people like my clients with thyroid disease only get Synthroid. And maybe you can attest to that. Most people only get levothyroxine or Synthroid when they have Hashimoto's because insurance will cover that. Bioidentical thyroid hormone like Synthroid, um, excuse me, MP thyroid, armor, desiccated is not covered by insurance, which is why most people don't get that. Yet they, a lot of times they need it. Insurance companies only want to see or will only cover, you know, T4 and TSH on a lab test. Yet we know that we need reverse T3, T3, free T4, free T3, you know, those other antibodies, like those are important biomarkers. So there are big challenges. You don't get everything you need, which is, again, what I was saying about in the beginning, you need to step out of the zone here and do other things. And yes, pay out of pocket sometimes, usually, to get what you need. So this is, uh, you know, it's an issue, but there are ways around it. It's more about a personal choice at the end of the day. Are you willing to do this? Because you kind of have to, if you're not willing to accept the situation you're in with insurance. A lot of people will really complain about, well, I wanted these biomarkers to get done and they didn't do it. And I say, yeah, that's expected because the doctor goes in their head, it's not necessarily that they're unwilling to do it. They might actually agree and be like, yes, you should do TPO antibodies or they, you know, they might do that honestly, but uh, just like some other random antibody or some other biomarker um, that isn't really common. Um, like adiponectin or, or something like that. And they might see the reason for it, but they won't do it because if they do that, insurance will come back and be like, why did you order this biomarker, this test? And they might reject coverage. And then guess what? You might be on the hook for that bill. And that is going to be a lot of money. So a lot of times doctors will refuse because they want, they actually are trying to save you from this heartache, headache, I might say, <laughs> heartache and headache of paying this bill that insurance isn't going to cover. So unfortunately, in my experience, and even with my mom, a lot of the testing people need with autoimmune disease to get real good data and information is not covered by insurance. I mean, sometimes they are, depending on the lab. There's a lot of labs, but um, it's, it's hit or miss. And it depends on who you have, of course. But generally speaking, you have to pay out of pocket. And it's not like it's a lot of money. The only reason why it's a lot of money is because doctors in the functional medicine world are notorious for upcharging and and giving you a bill that is very expensive. That's why people spend thousands of dollars on labs. You know, for me, I'll tell you, I'll be really honest, like the labs I get that are alternative medicine based, they're only a couple hundred bucks. Um, and yet... I see doctors and practitioners who, from my clients, they tell me that they were charged, you know, $900,000 for this test. And I'm like, I get that for literally a third of that price. And I give that rate to our clients. So I actually don't really make much money at all when I run these tests for clients. It's not my, for, you know why? Because to me, it doesn't make a lot of sense. It's, it's morally it doesn't feel good because people have spent so much money and they're burnt out by the time they get to me um, and why I don't need to add to that trauma, that suffering. So that's just my way of doing things. But 
coming back to money here and okay. So let's say that you have to do other things and insurance isn't going to work for you to get your needs met. The challenge now is, okay, how do I make things work with my own money, my own resources? And am I willing to do it? A lot of people will do this and they've already done it. Maybe you already have yourself. You spent already hundreds of thousands of dollars on functional lab testing and other programs. And you've gotten some results, but you're probably still stuck because it's only gotten you so far, right? You, you feel good for a while and then you're plateauing and then you're back to square one. Like there's a lot of that back and forth thing. So a thing that a lot of people I talk to run up against with me is the issue of, oh, I can't afford it or um, we've already spent so much. I don't know how I'm going to be able to pay for this. And this is not a judgment, by the way. I'm not sitting, I'm not going to sit here and say, you need to do this. You need to do that. You need to join my program and invest. Like that's not my style. Um, I'm just going to give you the truth of how I see it from my perspective and, and really how I've learned this. Because look, the reality is I've done exactly what my clients have done. In fact, I've spent much more than my clients even pay me on coaches and, and trainings and my therapists. Like they cost a lot of money. Right. And I can think of many, many situations where I've had to get very creative and resourceful to pay for programs. And I hadn't, I didn't have the money. Like I had to drop $25,000 once and I couldn't do it all up front, but I found a way to make it happen. And I'm saying this because we can all make things happen. We can all find the money for what we want. I'm actually doing that right now for a huge amount for an investment and I can't do it all myself. Right by myself. So it's all about being resourceful. You can get what you want. You can find a way if it's important enough to you. And I hate to say it, but a lot of people just don't see the priority in their health. And I don't try to change that and change your opinion. Sometimes people really, really people have to find out the hard way I might say, or they need to go through enough and really feel the wrath of their disease for them to really change. And no judgment. Like I get it. It's, Oh, it's not that bad. I can deal with the fit, some fatigue and some weight issues and this pain in my joints and it's fine. But then when things get out of hand and then they finally are feeling worse than ever, then they, then they want to change. For me, I really try to encourage people to take action right away because it does not get easier. It's just a matter of time. So if you're feeling off and you have symptoms and issues and you've been kind of, you know, taking it easy and not doing much fine. But you know, I, I'll tell you that, uh, I don't know. I'm not a fortune teller, but a lot of times this eventually gets worse, uh, because autoimmune disease doesn't just like magically disappear because you change your diet and take some supplements. I mean, this is the thing, but I say this because I want to prevent you from suffering and finding out the hard way. That's really my whole point with this. So I'm, I'm the type of person that if I found out I had a disease, I would do everything immediately right away to prevent it from snowballing and get out, getting out of control. And that's what my mom basically uh, did as well. Like she's really, I mean, she's been through so much with her health issues over, over several decades and she, she's never given up on it. And I think that's what's so amazing about her. And I work with people like that because they're the ones to get results, right? If you really are committed to this and want to have a better life, you're going to do what it takes. And that includes being resourceful. So some principles I've learned over the years, because I've had a lot of coaches and mentors in the business world. 
And even they've coached me around money and how I said, even I've had, even I've said, Oh, I can't afford it. I can't do this. And I just had to learn the truth about this. And there's a lot of things I've learned that I'll share with you that pretty much can apply to any situation. You know, money really does follow value. If it's valuable enough, people will find a way to make it happen. And when you make an investment in the next level, it energetically takes yourself to that next level. Okay, so there's much more that happens when you enter when you invest financially. Okay, you're actually um, increasing your energetic state from an emotional standpoint, a psychological standpoint, a behavioral standpoint, and everything shifts because when you're invested, when you pay, you pay attention. My favorite tagline: When you pay, you pay attention. Now, some people don't and they, they pay and they invest and they disappear and they don't, uh, they're not fully committed. And that's unfortunately what happens. But the thing with me is, the re- and the reason why I'll tell you this, the reason why we work with select people and not just anybody who applies, um, because a lot of people will say, um, you, know, you know, they'll say, I don't know anything about your program and um I don't know if it's right for me. And if I'm like, okay, I understand that. But for me, you know, just because you have this health issue doesn't mean I can help you where I want to. No offense. It's got to be a great fit from a, an energetic standpoint and for my team and I to feel 100% confident in us helping you. Because if we can't, there's no point in us working together. Unlike a doctor who might accept anybody and kind of just figure it out and see if they can help you along the way. So for us, that's, those are our conditions and those are the prerequisites for this for anyone just so you know if you're ever interested okay we really have to have that conversation so coming back to resources it's really it's rarely ever a lack of resources unless you're living in the street unless you're literally poor it's never a lack of resources and uh that might sound ridiculous and you might be going you're an idiot Justin. you're crazy i can't afford this i have to pay for this i pay for that pay for this yeah, I understand that. Yeah, I know that it might suck and you might take a, back, a step back financially. But I tell people this, I've taken many steps going backward and it, it only propelled me a thousand steps forward by investing in things that were going to bring me a ton of value. And that's what this is, at least for what we do in our program. So I understand you have commitments and you have to pay for this in school and your kids and all those things. But Without, without your health, you've nothing. And this is invest, an investment for life that's going to change your life and make everything a lot easier for you. And I, I really try to get people to see this. It's not really that easy, um, depending on your philosophy around money and how you've done things in the past. And for some people, it just comes naturally where they just get it. Like, yes, I understand that this is going to be um, a, a slight setback, but it's going to be for the better because I'll tell you what, people... Um, who don't do this right away, I I might say, and invest in themselves, they end up having to do it not only eventually, but paying more than they needed, pay more than they ever really needed to. Um, Because sometimes things get get out of hand. There's surgery involved. Maybe there's things to get worse. Maybe there's another, maybe there's a a lesion or a tumor or some, you know, process that's expensive that insurance won't cover, cover it or even all of it. So I'm not here, I'm not trying to scare you or saying it's going to happen, but you know, 
it's just a matter of time where we have to step up and do this. And people will say, well, I'll just wait until I get my tax return or I get this bonus or look, money can be recovered. Time can never be recovered. We know that, I think. But we, we lose sight of that. Money is just a resource and it can always be acquired. Money and time can't. You know, how long have you been putting off a decision today to change this? So let's make a decision. One other thing I want to address is sometimes people will say that I can't make the financial decision um, until I talk to my husband. And sometimes the husband's on board and they get it and they're totally cool. And sometimes, and a lot of times they're not. And they get in the way and they, and the, and the person I'm talking to can't move forward because their husband doesn't want to spend the money. And there, there's scarcity involved. There's who knows what else. And here's the thing that I've always said. If you continue to let other people make decisions for you, you'll never get the life you want. And that's not even just about money. It's about a lot of things in life. So you're your own autonomous, independent person. And you can make decisions on your own, but when you are being, uh, I don't, for, for lack of a better word, regulated, manipulated, or controlled by someone else, whoever that might be, you're kind of in a, your own prison. So this is not a discussion around relationships and that dynamic because that's a whole different discussion. And I don't know you and your situation, but there's something to be said about that because we should be able to make our own decisions financially, I think, and when it comes to our own personal needs. And if it's regulated by someone else, then we're making this, we're not making decisions. They're making it for us. And that is a huge impediment to people's healing and why some people never get better because no one wants to pay for your health stuff. Oh, we've already done enough. It didn't work. Or we've already spent this amount of money and how much more do we need to spend? Because it just seems a waste. And I get it. People come to me and they're afraid of, of investing again and trying again because they've had a deep history of things not working. So I'm not here to convince anyone. I just go, look, I can help you. If I can, I'll tell you that. And here's what we do. And here's how it works. Here are the, here's a laundry list of people who've been through the program. And here's their video testimonials. You can see it on theautoimmunerevolution.com. And you make your own informed decision. If you trust the process and you trust what I'm saying, then great. If you don't, that's okay too. Right. That's how I do this. There's no coercion or pressure at all ever when you have a call with us and you apply, because if that, you know, if that happens, then you wouldn't even do well in the program anyway, especially if you've got a trauma, a history of trauma. And I want to mention that quickly too, that some people have, have uh, money trauma. It's a big thing. And there's a lot of scarcity that people still live with because maybe they were told as a child, as a kid that, they had to save up their money and they were not allowed, not allowed to spend it or they grew up very uh, poor or didn't have a lot in the family and those sort of things. Or maybe they were told and taught they can't invest in themselves. They should invest in X, Y, Z, things outside of themselves. And our parents can definitely and a lot of times can influence that decision. And that's why it's tough, I think, for people as adults to make decisions for themselves, to invest in themselves because they feel undeserving of it. And that's also another thing. Maybe you were sexually abused. Maybe something happened to you that was horrific and you don't feel worthy of getting the support you need. Maybe you were denied. Maybe you were rejected by a doctor or, and uh, no one's listening to you. And that's a reflection or compounding 
a previous adverse childhood experience or trauma where you were never listened to or heard. So that creates a sort of belief that I'm unworthy, I'm not good enough, I don't deserve this. And those can be subconscious beliefs and blocks to healing because we don't invest in ourselves thinking we're unworthy, not deserving of it. So these are just super random examples, but things I've seen. And it's not simple enough to say I can't afford it because that might not be the truth. You might be able to, but you can't because of things like this, I'm saying. So to kind of wrap up here, I wholeheartedly believe we can all make something happen if we can get creative. I mean, I've used plenty of credit cards. I've used plenty of interest-free cards, that is, that have saved me. And without it, yeah, I would be in trouble. I wouldn't be able to do a lot probably. So, and, and, and there's way, there's many other things too we can explore and do to make something happen. But I'll tell you what, if you are talking to me and you're applying and you say, Hey, Justin, a great program. I would love to do it, but I can't swing this amount every month or, you know, okay, great. I'll, I'm happy to talk with you about it. It's not a weird thing for me. I do this all the time and I can have an open conversation with you about how we can make it work. So I'm much more flexible than you might believe. And certainly more than I think many people in this space are, are, um, because I want to help, I want to help you. I want, I want to make it work, but it has to make sense. And you know, if it doesn't work for if for whatever reason, then we can part ways and and come revisit this later on. So there's no pressure again, like I said. So I always encourage people to apply, and people always always ask me, well, how much does it cost? And I say, you know, look, it can be anywhere between fifty dollars to seventy five hundred dollars. I mean, it just depends on. The program, the circumstances, who you're working with, the frequency. I adjust things along the way, even or even I would say I on the call, I might I modify it to you based around what your needs are and, and what you can do. Uh, just recently I had somebody who uh, I don't really do this, but we're working in a way where it's over three months and we're meeting or four months and we're meeting bi-weekly. So that's not a thing I usually do. Usually there's a set sort of way of doing things to make the best progress, but you know, it made sense in the circumstance. So that's why I can't tell you until we have our call and go through this. But again, I encourage everyone, including you to reach out and apply because then that way we can at least see if we can help you and I can give you some value, at least of what I'm seeing and what you can do. And then we can talk about the numbers and how we can, if or how we can make it work. But if nothing else, I hope you take away from this episode a few things. That insurance is not going to cover all your stuff and they're not going to get you to where you want to be because that's just the way that politics are. You use them to get your needs like medications and tests and so forth, like surgeries, but you got You have to go outside of the box here if you want to get the results you want. Um, and secondly, we can all usually make things happen it's just about how important is it for you and, and are you willing to be resourceful? No one, no one's going to tell you to do this. I'm not here to tell you to do this. You have to do this. It's your choice. You make your own decision. But I can tell you that I've had people who've had no jobs or in college students. I think the, my, my clients who are in their 20s and are college students, they are the most inspiring because they don't have a job. They barely have any money. Their parents aren't paying for their, their stuff and they still find a way to make it happen. So I just say, look, if they're doing it, you can do it too. But I find it really interesting that the young women I worked with are the most resourceful because they actually, I think they are really committed and they're motivated to get better because they don't want to live this way and they're so young. 
that's not always the case. Of course, there are many of, of there are many older women who feel this way too, and are committed. But I just tell you, it's a belief. It really is a belief. If you think you can't do something, a self-limiting belief that we have around money. I had it. A lot of people have it, but you can certainly find a way if, again, it's important enough for you. So I'm going to end it there before I keep going on and on and on. But I hope this was helpful. It gave you something to think about at least. And I would love to hear from you if you're interested in seeing if we can help you. You know how to find us, hopefully, at the uh, autoimmunerevolution.com. And from there, you can see what we offer, at least, and you can submit an application and even in the show notes as well. All right, so that's it for me. Thank you for your time and your attention today. And I will see you next time on the show. Peace and love to you.